Hello there, welcome along to the podcast Sport and Life. Quick one on Tuesday the 27th of October. Good mate's 40th birthday is coming. Uh, nervous, uh, nervous times. Thank you for joining me and thank you to the sponsors, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations. Hope Gary Neville in the background on Sky Sports News isn't interrupting uh, the audio here. Uh, so Jason Briggs and his team, Bane Olufsen of Cheltenham, check out their social media and uh, online as well in terms of the website to get contact details. Could be bespoke solutions, not necessarily Bang Olufsen equipment. That's through the sister company, Serene AV. So look the guys up. Thank you also to Cytoplan, food-based supplement company for the association with the podcast. Uh, something we've been taking as a family for 20 years. Certainly believe in them right now, trialing a new supplement called Immune Complete. And although I get a discount, we spend thousands of pounds over the years, probably hundreds of pounds per year on supplements from Cytoplan. So I do feel I give you that extra few percent if immunity and health over the course, particularly of the winter. Vitamin D3 in there in the Immune Complete and in their foundation formula, which seems paramount. And my father, Dr. Mark Draper, who works as a consultant for Cytoplan, and also is a micronutritionist, has lectured in nutrition. He is a very much an advocate of things like selenium and zinc, trace elements that he believes are deplete in the UK soil. Again, if you're listening to this around the world, you have to check the soil samples around you because they very, very wildly, particularly where uh, vary within big countries like the United States of America, of course, such a vast, vast space. And the soil very different from, say, the East Coast to the West Coast um, and everywhere else in between. Uh, so thank you to listen to the podcast. Uh, this is an interesting one. If you want this 10% off uh, Cytoplan, by the way, go to cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk. The discount code is DRAPER10R, D-R-A-P-E-R-1-0, and then the capital letter R. All the letters are capital. My last name, numbers one zero, and then R. If it helps, Russell is my middle name, so maybe that helps. <laughs> um, well, thank you for tuning in. This is a quick one. It's from uh, a preview I did with Sky for Sky Sports with Gegard Mousasi, who is a former middleweight champion in Bellator. I believe he's a five-time champion across different mixed martial arts disciplines. A very relaxed guy. He's had some injury problems in lockdown, but he goes for the vacant title, his old title, against Douglas Lima, who is stepping up in weight from middleweight, which is 170 pounds in mixed martial arts. That's 12 stone two in English money, up to £185, uh, which is uh, just over 13 stone, what's 13 stone three, something like that, I think, in, in British imperial old, old school old school measurements. Um, well, thank you for, for this. Hope you enjoy it. And just let me know if you do. Gegard Moussassi, very relaxed, very focused, very respectful, very confident as well, I think, at the heart of this. I'll bring you one with Douglas Lima as well. You can actually watch this if you'd like to see the video on Sky Sports' YouTube page. And... Uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it. Here he is, the one and only Gaygord Masasi. Hello there. Welcome along to another Mixed Martial Arts Conversation for Sky Sports. Live Bellator action coming up on Friday, October the 30th in the early hours of the morning on Sky Sports. It concerns the battle for the vacant middleweight title. Gaygord Masasi going up against the welterweight champion, Douglas Lima. I'm very pleased to say that Gaygard joins us now. Gaygard, great to see you. How are you? How's, how's this training camp been in a pandemic? Yeah, it's been good. I'm good, thank you. Uh, just uh, a little bit different training, of course, with a smaller group. Um, but I feel great. Uh, condition is, uh, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, so I know mm. what to do to get in shape. 
I know how, how how to fight, so it's not that I that I need to learn something. So it's just getting in shape and being ready. And uh, yeah, I'm good. Good to hear. The fight was initially scheduled for May, yeah. but now it's 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 obviously October. How have you used that time? Was that frustrating, or was it nice to have a bit of a break and a step away from the sport? Well, the injury in my knee was hurting. Uh, no, it was not a good time um, because I, I thought maybe I had ACL surgery on that knee, so I thought, oh, it's maybe bad again. Luckily, it wasn't anything bad. Uh, waiting, and then they scheduled, and then they said maybe next month, and then it was next month. So a little bit uncertain time. It wasn't a fun, fun time, that I can tell, uh, as I think a lot of people don't enjoy uh, Corona time. <laughs> no, no, no. You've, what, frust frustrating? Did you have access to the gyms that you needed to? Did you have access to the sparring you needed? Yeah, I, um, I, have, I have my own gym. Um, they closed for a while. I stopped my training myself because uh, I knew it's not going to happen, the fight. Even before they, uh, they uh, canceled the fight, I knew it's not going to happen. So uh, I trained in my own gym uh, with a small group of friends. And uh, yeah, I managed to go through it, but uh, not a good time. You feel fit? You feel good now? 100%. I'm more than ready. Good, good. Yeah. Now we saw Rory McDonald move up from welter to middle in the uh, pursuit of, uh, of your title. You put on a clinic in the second round in that one. How do you see it going against Douglas Lima? Is it a similar story with a guy coming up? Does that give you extra fuel, extra motivation? Well, every fight is different. Uh, sometimes you go in a fight, you get the toughest fight of your life against maybe an unknown fighter. And sometimes you fight the best fighters in the world and you finish them in one minute because I had those fights. You know, uh, uh, big names that I finished in very quickly and then some fighters that gave me a tough, tough challenge. So you never know. You step in the cage, it can be a very hard fight. I can finish him in two rounds, one round. It, you know, I don't think of um, that it's going to be easy or uh, difficult. All I know is uh, he's a game opponent. Uh, mm. But uh, do I see it? Uh, I feel like I'm going to be dominant everywhere. Yeah. And you feel you got the challenger's mindset for the vacant title as well. It, may, it kind of reawakens the, the, the spirit. Yeah, just the, I'm a different... I think a different different person this time around. I think um, I'm gonna show up, and when I show up, I think uh, I performed very well. I think I've showed I showed what I can do uh, against the best fighters in the world. So um, mm. I, there's nothing Douglas Lima is gonna do that I haven't seen. So uh, I feel very comfortable uh, saying that uh, I know what I'm gonna do and uh, be able to do what I like. That's How it. much respect do you have for his power? He's, he's tied with Pitbull and Michael Venom Page for, for most KOs in, in Bellator history. Do you, do you sort of respect that power? Well, uh, with those small gloves, you have to respect everybody's power. Um, I don't see him as a big knockout artist because I faced bigger opponents. I faced Melvin Manuk. Back then, he was a knockout. He was knocking out by Mark Hunt. Uh, yeah, I faced a lot of strikers. Uh, so I'm difficult to um, to put away. So uh, I'm not worried uh, of his power. <laughs> do, you, do you watch much tape? Do you study your opponent? Have you studied Lima? Well, well I, some fights I study a lot more than others. Uh, Lima, I studied a couple of fights, not a lot. Uh, mm. Simply because uh, he, he doesn't post things that I haven't seen, let's say. He's not like 
doing crazy spinning back fist. Uh, uh, you know, it's just basic stuff, but he does that very well. Mm. He told us about a sparring session. He was, he was very honest and said that you definitely got the better of him in that. Do you, do you remember that? Is that something that you use for confidence or do you have to take no, fight on the, on the day? Training doesn't mean anything. You have guys that are not so good in training. They do very well in the fights. And you have guys that don't do well in training and they do very well in the fights. So he uh, wasn't in shape. Uh, I think um, I don't look at that. Uh, simply, I felt him. I felt what he could do. Uh, I felt a little bit his technical, uh, how he fights. But other than that, I don't take a lot from that fight, uh, from the training session, at least. He's looking to become a, a two-weight champion, a champ champ status. What do you make of, of that as a, a sort of fashion in MMA at the moment? It's good for the person trying to do it, but perhaps not for the organizations. How do you, how do you feel about it? Well, it, it makes super fights. Uh, I think uh, it's, uh, it's a good for the promotion that way. Um, Maybe not for the challengers because uh, one champion has to defend two uh, two category weight classes. So, um, but it, it, it's making up for a good fight. I think people like the fight, looking forward to the fight. So it creates attention. So uh, yeah, I'm all for it. So for me, it doesn't matter. You know? we, we spoke to Michael Venom Page about the fight, and he felt that, that your strength would be potentially the difference, particularly on the ground. Do you see it that way that when you've got a guy coming up that perhaps you try and change your game plan a little bit to, to counter that and try and use your, your natural strength on the ground? Well, he's a big, big welterweight. I felt him. He could easily fight middleweight. Uh, but his body frame is at a certain point, you know, that's his body frame. He's not, he's not natural middleweight anyway, but he is a big welterweight. I think the difference is going to be maybe five pounds. Five pounds is not going to make you winner or loser in a fight. If you have the heart and you have the technique, that's weight class, that weight difference or the strength doesn't even matter if you're a technical fighter. Uh, but I have the reach. I feel like I have the speed. Technically, I feel like I'm uh, better in the stand-up. And then I can mix it up with takedowns and ground where mm. I will have advantage, of course. And the extra weight, I feel like I'm going to be the stronger fighter. But uh, I'm sure he anticipates that I'm going to try to take him down. He knows that. It's not, it's not a secret. But we're not going to make it easy. We're going to fight him stand-up. You know? uh, and then whenever the takedowns come, I will take advantage. But um, like I said, if a guy is technical, strength doesn't even have to be a factor. I mean, mm. uh, you've seen a lot of guys like Mashida. If you're technical, you're, you keep the distance well. People not gonna even come close to you, let alone, mm. alone grappling or wrestling. You know, so yeah. uh, it's all about uh, how technical he will be. Yeah, some great kicks from Machida, of course. Now, on that subject of weight, would you ever be interested in in moving up? You've got the new light heavyweight champion Vadim Nemkov, or do you feel that that one eight five fits you? Because it can be tricky in MMA. There's big gaps between the weight divisions, aren't there? Yeah, there's a uh, twenty pounds something, twenty two pounds difference, twenty pounds something like that. So, uh, yeah, that's a big difference. But I thought heavyweight, like heavyweight, I could do it. For me, no problem. But uh, it's, it depends what the organization wants. I'm up all for it, as long as they keep me busy. As they say, uh, hey, come fight next week, I, I'm okay. 
I don't want to <laughs> go four months, four months in between. Uh, I'd rather have it quickly. As, as long as they give me fights, I fight anyway. Well, it, sound, it, it sounds good. Like you, you're definitely thinking you're committed to the sport. Because I know a little while ago you'd considered not thinking about retirement, but it'd been in your mind. But it feels like you're you're totally focused again and in love with the sport. Is that true? Yeah, and I can tell you, this fight, I'm going to look very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think um, I've made some changes that uh, going to make me that, that have made me a lot better fighter. Really? And I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think uh, I don't know. I think I will have a dominant performance, but never can count out Douglas Dima. He's a tough opponent. He's uh, experienced, but the way I feel, I'm training with heavyweights. I I can take them down. I can, uh, you know, I can hang it there with heavyweights. So, um, so let's see how the fight will go. What aspect of your game have you been working on and making changes to, if you're allowed to say? Um, I think uh, overall mindset, mindset, and then uh, um, physical strength. Yeah. Everything. Mm. Uh, actually, actually everything. But uh, it will show in the fight. I think. Uh, yeah. I think I will uh, show. Uh, I will show what I can really do. And how happy do you feel with the organization Bellator at the moment? Obviously, it's a difficult year for them yeah. trying to organize events in the pandemic. Yeah, it, uh, it took a little bit longer than uh, UFC, but uh, but uh, eventually they started, and uh, I'm I'm very happy with Bellator. I have good relationship with Scott. I feel like. Uh, I can put some great fights and um, do great things in Bellator. So that's my goal. At the, I have many fights left. So uh, definitely going to be busy the next two years. Fantastic. And is, is it feeling like you're learning and developing? Is that the key to your motivation to, to keep going, to keep, keep that sort of hunger for the sport? Um, I feel like uh, you, have, you always have goals. I mean, uh, I feel like, okay, let's get the first middleweight belt and then we can dream of uh, let's say light heavyweight you know and then uh, if we do that we can see what's what's in the future maybe a middleweight tournament you know i thought if the pandemic wouldn't happen uh, maybe it would have happened 2021 2020 that's what i was thinking but uh, you know maybe fight in holland you know you always have but uh, a fight you, you look at after a fight. So uh, first middleweight, and then we're going to look at what we're going to do next. What would be the dream fight? Would it be in Amsterdam at, at Ajax Stadium or something? What would, it, what would it be for you? Yeah, I think so. I think so. That would be great. But uh, there were talks. They were busy with doing it uh, with the permits. And then mm. uh, with the pandemic, everything uh, stopped. Fantastic. Well, appreciate your time, Gegard, and wish you no the, the best of luck. Great to speak to you. Just give Thanks, us a, th a final thought on how this fight might end. I know you've got so many stoppage victories, but also submissions. Do you, do you envisage a finish in this one and how it, how it comes about? I could, I, you know, like fights are, you can never predict, but uh, it's also a little bit disrespectful because, uh, you know, but to the opponents, because I like Lima. But if I feel the way I'm feeling right now, it's not going to make it out two rounds. <laughs> well, it's great. It's great to speak to you. Great to hear your enthusiasm so, as well. Really appreciate your time, Gegard Mousasi. Thank, thank you. Thanks. Well, fantastic to speak to Gegard Mousasi there, looking to reclaim that title against Douglas Lima. Seems in very good spirits. Remember, this fantastic fight will be live on Sky Sports, part of the Bellator event, the early hours of Friday morning, October the 30th. Thank you for watching this. Remember, for more MMA content, head over to skysports.com. We'll be back again soon. Goodbye for now.
Gegard Massassi, good guy. It'll be a fascinating fight. You can watch it live on Sky Sports. The early hours of Friday morning, probably Sky Sports mix typically for the Bellator MMA action, which is, I believe, you don't need a Sky Sports subscription to watch. It's the basic Sky subscription. So check that out if so. If not, I think all the highlights will be put up later on YouTube as well, Sky Sports YouTube, where you can watch that full interview with Gegard Massassi and the Douglas Lima one, his opponent who's stepping up from welterweight. Um, and yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Let me know if you do. Ed Draper 81 on Twitter, Ed underscore Draper 81 on Instagram. Thank you for the sponsors, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV. Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham House in the courtyard in Montpellier, headed by Jason Briggs. Good team, good people, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations. And remember, cytoplan.co.uk as the gloomy days set in. It's a bit rainy this morning. I think it's drying up a touch, but yeah, not too much UV light around. It's looking to boost our health over the winter months. Uh, cytoplan.co.uk and you can get a 10% discount with my code, DRAPER10R. So D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, one zero, and then the capital letter R. So thank you for listening to the podcast, guys. If you rate it on iTunes, whatever platform you're listening on, that'd be fantastic. Spread the word if you enjoy it. It's a bit of a miss, mixed match. Just kind of people I find interesting conversations that I've had potentially at work or with, with contacts and, and get people on. Um, and I hope you find it useful and a sort of distraction at the moment and something to, I guess, hopefully uplift in a way at the moment with the anxiety over health and finance, the uncertainty over everything. So I appreciate your time listening to it. Thank you very much and have a, have a good week. I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye for now.